buckle up this morning because I'm going to share a little bit. Look at the person right next to you in the face. Say, you better stay awake or I will slap you. All right. Well, hey, as we're jumping in, I want to tell you guys that I love being a part of, of our student ministry. I love being a part of it. I, I, I'm still get excited for what God's doing. I still get excited for who we are and where we're going. And, and, and it excites me. And, and um, I love what, what God has done, but I'm excited for what God is going to continue to do in our church and in our lives. And I truly believe that this year we're going to see and experience greater things than that we, we've ever seen before. So I don't know about you guys, but I, I love being a part of something great. Anybody like anybody has has anybody ever been on like a great football team or a great basketball team and everyone or 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 cheered for a great football team like the Chiefs, right? Right, Rex? <laughs> or, or, or been a, maybe you have actually played on the team and you guys were actually pretty good and you're like, this is awesome. I love being a part of this. We're winning. We're beating people. This is great. Everyone wants to be a part of something great. They want to be a part of something great. And, and I think every, everyone likes a, a noble mission or a noble cause or something great and exciting to be a part of. And if, if you're a part of a greater cause then that you, you have kind of that feeling that you're doing something good, that you're a part of something good. So maybe if, if you ever like run a 5K for a cause, for a purpose, like just a, a couple years ago, uh, a few of us uh, to ra- help raise money for Speed the Light, we, we, uh, we were, got sponsored and got help and got people to run with us, and we ran the Tough Mudder together to help raise, and you felt like, this really sucks. But then at the same time, you're like, but we're doing this for a great cause. We're doing this to help our missionaries. And so it really just kind of powered you through. And, and maybe, maybe you, if you, you believe in a cause, you'll give money towards a cause. Or you'll give your time or give effort towards a cause to be a part of something greater. Did you know that uh, here in the U.S., just in the U.S. alone, there are over... 1.5 million causes that you could be a part of. And, and just in the United States alone, 1.5 million things that you could cause, nonprofit causes that you could be a part of, that you could be involved in. It, it's amazing because it can impact you in great ways. And it will give you, it, 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 if, you if you're attached to a cause, it really impacts you in great ways. Maybe something like, maybe you get excited about clean water. And that's a great thing to be excited about. You want to help people in other countries who don't have appropriate water have clean water. It's something to get excited about. Or maybe you, uh, your, your heart really beats or for, for human trafficking. And you want to help that cause. And you want to be a part of that cause. And that's a noble cause to be a part of. Or disaster relief. But if there, if there are great needs, people re- will respond greatly. If there's great needs, people will respond greatly. And, and I want to challenge you guys. There's not a greater need than help building the kingdom of God. And so, so but here's the deal. You can, give, you can give a cold person a blanket. You can serve a, a hungry person a hot meal. 
You could, you could help be a part of digging a, a water well for, some, for another country or a group of people. But if that person is now just a warm person or a full person or they got a good drink of water, we're still not giving these people the justice that they deserve if we're not giving them Jesus as well. You, there's, there's lots of hungry people we can feed and that's a great cause and that's a great thing to do. But if we don't give them Jesus as well... They're just a full person. They just got a good meal. See, there's not a cause in this whole world that is affected better than when the church is a part of it. When the church is attached to it. When God's people are attached to it. When the church is attached to a cause, amazing things can take place. Amazing things can happen. If you're familiar with, how many of you guys have ever heard of Convoy of Hope? familiar with Convoy of Hope, it's any time around the world a natural disaster takes place, they're almost the first ones on the scene, almost every single time. And they're offering help and comfort in Jesus. There's no cause that is, that's effective like when the church is attached to it. That's more effective than when the church is attached to it. And here's the deal. The, the church isn't a cause, though. The church is part of the kingdom. It's not just a cause. It's a kingdom. And, it, and it's not just any kingdom. It's God's kingdom. And it's so much more than any cause or any, anything that you could choose to support. See, you could support a cause, but you live for a kingdom. You could support a cause, but you live for a kingdom. God did not call us to complete a cause, but to build a kingdom. And that's, where we're, that's why we're a part of things like Speed the Light. That's why we, we give more than just money to a cause. It, it's, it's actually using what God has giving, given you to build his kingdom. See, the kingdom got it. It's the central message of what Jesus was teaching when he was here on the earth. He spoke over and over and over again about the kingdom. He showed people how they could enter the kingdom. He showed people how he, he, they could be a part of the kingdom and, and how could they, they could be used in the kingdom. His works and his healings were to prove the kingdom. He taught his followers to pray and he used the words, My kingdom come, I will be done. Here on earth as it is in heaven. And the whole point... Is, us, is, is for us to focus on prayer, to focus our hearts on building God's kingdom. And that's what we're all about. Everything you do, if you are a follower of Jesus, it's our responsibility to help build the kingdom, to be a part of the kingdom. See, in the book of Matthew, if you got your Bible this morning, we're going to look in the book of Matthew uh, 16. But if you look in the bath, book of Matthew, it, it's the kingdom is talked about 24 times alone in the book of Matthew. It's talked about, the kingdom is talked about 14 times in the book of Mark, and 32 times in Luke, twice in John, six times in the book of Acts, and many, many more times throughout the New Testament. The kingdom is a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big deal, and, and in the Bible says, if it's a big deal to the Bible, then it needs to be a big deal to us. And the way that God wants to build his kingdom is to use his family, is to use his people. And this family is called the church. This family is you and me. 
That's why Jesus boldly declares in Matthew 16, 18, he says, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not conquer it. And the gates of hell will not destroy it. See, we are the church. It's not a building. It's, it's more, it's, it's you and I using our gifts, our talents, our abilities to build God's kingdom. To reach further, to reach more people, to help bring more people into the kingdom of God. See, there, there may be a lot of talk about the kingdom of God, but you've got to understand that talk is cheap. That talk is cheap. Did you, you guys know anyone in your life who's a big talker? They talk a big game, right? But talk is cheap. I had this, um, had, I, I knew of this guy. He was a wrestler. And, uh, and so, so, you know, if you guys know in wrestling, they, before the match, they kind of introduce each, each wrestler as they're coming out before they wrestle. And I saw a new thing. Um, went to a Green Valley varsity wrestling match the other day and they had fog machines on each corner of the match so when they announced like it was fog and every guy had their entrance music and everything it was amazing um but but uh so there's this guy I knew and like he thought he was a great wrestler he talked about how good of a wrestler he was and and he was so built up he was so he's he's strong and and he's good but so they built he built up this big game he said oh man I'm the best I'm the greatest. No one can beat me. And so like, so when they come out and they're announcing the names, they announce this kid and he's like, he's running around the mat. He's getting the crowd all pumped up and into it and everyone's cheering for him. And then the match starts and he gets pinned in like 30 seconds. And so he's talking a big game, gets the crowd all pumped up into it. The entrance music, the fog's going off. Yeah gets pinned you can talk a big game all you want but talk is cheap here's the sad thing in our world that we live in we're okay with just talk it may be a terrible thing there may be a terrible thing happening in some with in with some people or with some place to someone, and if you look on social media, some people will write this big old long post about this cause or this thing going on or this thing that they're, they, they're passionate about. And there's ter- terrible things happening all over the place. And we'll talk about it, and meanwhile, we don't actually do anything about it. We'll make the, oh, I'm so upset about this. Right? These people need clean water. And all that is true. But your post means nothing. Your, your, your shouting it out means nothing if you're not going to put action to it. If you're not going to do anything about it. See, people will applaud you for talking, but in the kingdom, that's not how it works. People are like, I'm just I'm spreading awareness for this cause. I'm getting the word out there. I'm helping spread awareness because uh, awareness is the number one issue, okay? Just making people aware. But once... You're aware of something, you're required to do something about it. I I get it. We can't solve all the world's problems on our own. That's why we got to do this together. That's why we're in this together. That's why we're a part of a bigger, larger thing called the kingdom of God. See, talk is cheap in the kingdom. 
The Bible says this in 1 Corinthians 4.20. It says, for the kingdom of God is not a matter of what? It says it right there. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but a matter of what? Power. Which means that if you're going to say something, you better back it up with some action. You better do something about it. It's not just a matter of talk. It's not just a matter of our words. It's a matter of action. And in the Gospels, Jesus, he is talking about the kingdom. But he also has a bigger walk, has more action than just even his words. See, we see 37 different times recorded in in the Gospels where he performed miracles. And the Bible even says... Scholars even say there were even so many more miracles that took place that they weren't even able to record them all. They weren't able to write them all down. And Jesus, he didn't just talk the talk, but he lived out the kingdom. He lived it out. And I think that's the same for us. I think that's the same for our generation, for Emerge Youth. Not to just talk about all the bad things that are going on. Not to just talk about things that are happening, our homes, our schools, our lives, but actually stepping into it and doing something about it. So I, I would love seeing a group of people who do something about it first and then talk about it later. Who put action, into, in, action first and then talk about it later. We need to be people who are moved to action and then decide to talk about it. Our lives need to be filled with action. See, if we want to see God's kingdom built on the earth, we have to rely on the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Because your physical actions will come from the overflow of your spirit. I'm going to say that again because it may be really early in the morning for you guys. Your, Your physical actions will come from the overflow of your spirit. Meaning if you're putting the the power of... God in your life, if you're, being, if you're obeying the word, if you're putting the word into your life, if you're spending time with the Lord, you will be, the, the, the overflow out of this in your life will cause you, will push you to action. If you're allowing God to work in you internally, then, then great things you will do externally. They will come from his internal power. So it's important to let God do the work on the inside of you. That's why we talk about spending time in the Word. That's why we talk about spending time in prayer. Because everything you do on the outside is an overflow of what God's doing on the inside. So if we're, we're going to be a part of building the kingdom, anyone could build something with their hands. But the kingdom is built from your heart. Because the kingdom is within you. Uh, I'm going to ask at this moment if our band would go ahead and come back up and just kind of play, play quietly or play quietly, play just play softly for a moment. Um, in in the book of Luke, seventeen twenty and twenty one, it says this: the kingdom of God does not come with observation, nor will they say, "See here," or "See there," for indeed the kingdom of God is within you. It's within you. That means you're a part immediately. If you say you're a follower of Jesus, you're immediately a part of something greater, of a bigger cause, of a bigger purpose, of a bigger meaning. The kingdom of God is within you. I think at times we hear messages like this a lot and we may think to ourselves, well, I need to go out and do something. Well, And that's great. We want to be moved to action. 
But the best way to allow this to happen is to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to our lives and allow Jesus to, to really lead and direct our lives and stop the games. See, our, our Emerge Youth Church theme for this year is kingdom. It's simply kingdom. Because we want to be a part of something greater. We want to be a part of something bigger. We want to build God's kingdom here on this earth. Let me tell you why. Because this last year, in 2018, we began, we, we started something that we can't stop. We began something that we can't stop doing. Uh, our first value as our student ministry, you guys hopefully know this, is that we're what? We're a family made of friends. And I've seen a lot of you guys, and there's, there's some new faces here this weekend. There's a lot of people um, who aren't here who should be here. And I get there were things happening, things going on. Um, I've seen a lot of you guys connect and grow and get to know each other and bond and welcome people to emerge and love and support others from our family. That's building the kingdom. We're supporting each other. We're loving each other. We're, we're, we're accepting each other. One thing that we always say is that anyone is welcome to emerge. We're saying not just emerge. We're saying that anyone's welcome to our family because anyone is welcome to Jesus. And I want us to live that out, not just on a Wednesday night in our room, but on, and in your, on your school campus, in your lives, with your friends. Anyone's welcome because I love you with the love of Jesus. Our second value is that found people find people. And throughout this past year, I, I tried to um, keep track. I don't take very good notes or records. But just kind of looking, and, and I think even some people slip through the cracks. But just throughout this past year, uh, we're just kind of estimating first-time guests that walked through our doors. Had over 120 people, probably. That's first-time people just come through our doors. And, and that is you inviting your friends. That's you bringing people because you believe in the kingdom of God. That's you inviting someone because I, I hopefully this is you inviting someone because you're saying, I believe in something bigger that's happening here and I want you to be a part of it too. And we always say that anyone's welcome to emerge because anyone's welcome to Jesus. And because of that, this year, over 25 of your friends have found new life in Jesus. We're a part of building the kingdom. Our third value is that saved people serve people. And I, and I want to commend you guys. So many of you guys serve in different areas and different places around our church. Uh, I even saw uh, Brett. It, he's, he's trying to get involved in serving in our coffee shop. And he's like, I don't, I don't even know what I'm doing, but I'm going to jump in there and do it. And I love that, though. Finding an opportunity to serve, finding an opportunity to jump in and be a part. So many of you guys serve in our kids ministry at our church. So many of you guys, some of you guys are greeters. Some of you guys work in the coffee shop. Some of you guys are on the worship team and serving in some media team. So many different areas, and 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 I love that. 
And I, and I want you and I want to push you and encourage you to continue to serve within our church. But let's find places and opportunities that we can serve outdoors, outside of our church as well. Let's reach people for Jesus. Let's continue to build the kingdom. This past summer, so many of you guys went with us to serve at an orphanage in Jamaica. And while we were there, several of those kids found new life in Jesus. You're never more like Jesus than when you're serving other people. That's building the kingdom. Growing people changed. Our next value. I've seen so many of you this past year. You, you, you've you've kind of had that kingdom mindset. And you've let it begin to change your heart. You've let it begin to change your life. There, there's so many of you guys involved in small groups. And, and I just want to tell you guys this year, we're going to be launching new small groups, new areas, new places that you can, you can be involved in and you can continue to grow in. And because we want to continue to see you change, to grow closer to Jesus. Talking about growing people change, we had the honor this year of baptizing 12 students this year. Several of them just in our youth room alone, some of them in the church. But we got the honor of baptizing people uh, and, and helping them grow, build the kingdom. And then our last value is that generosity is our heart. And then this past year, we, we guys, we had the opportunity this year. We highlighted uh, Cassie Bennett, who's a missionary to Jordan. And we had... We had the opportunity to give, and she got her new Speed the Light vehicle this year, and we played a part of that. Brad Keller, we gave towards and to help Brad, one of our missionaries as well, and he got his new Speed the Light vehicle this year. We were a part of helping build the kingdom. We gave, and we gave, and we gave, and so many of you guys gave so generously. And that's a huge deal. In 2017, two years ago, we only gave like around $5,600. Yeah, $5,600. Oh, that's, that's it. That's all we, and that's, yeah, that's a good amount of money. But that's all we gave. But this last year in 2018, because we took on that and we took it on our heart, that generosity is our heart, we were able to give by the end of this year, over $12,000. We more than double what we gave the year before. That's building the kingdom. That's being a part of something greater. That's believing something greater than what we are. And this year, we're going to do more. We're going to continue to grow. We're going to continue to push. We're going to continue to change. We're going to continue to give you opportunities to bring your friends to help your friends to be a part of this kingdom, to help your, your family get to know Jesus, to continue to build the kingdom. The, key, the kingdom isn't some mysterious, magical place. It starts inside your heart. It starts inside of you.